The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, so we have been hearing from people who were scheduled to get on one of those buses when the accident happened, and those who had been on one of the ice explorers just before the rollover. Angela Bai says she was never worried about her safety when she was on the explorer just before this accident happened. She said it hit her pretty hard, though, when she was driving away. You could definitely see people were crouched over the windows helping people out. Um, There were a couple of people in helmets. It must have been some of the first people who got up there uh, coming to help out. The impact really hit more when we were driving away and we were seeing emergency vehicle after emergency vehicle after emergency vehicle come down the road and us knowing what it was going for. Adam Toy is covering this for Global News today. He's been there for the past, well, yesterday as well. He joins us this afternoon from the Columbia Icefield. Adam, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for having me, Jaylen. Now, I know that you were on with Ryan this morning, but uh, some updates have happened since then, so we wanted to call you back up. And we know that the RCMP just recently put out a, a, a news release updating some things. Uh, what can you tell us? What, what more do we know today, this afternoon? Well, right. So uh, the RCMP and one of their collision reconstructionists has eliminated one uh, potential reasons for this rollover and that is uh they found that there's no evidence of a rock side rock slide that created this incident uh of course uh rcmp as well along with the collision reconstructionist uh health, occupational health and safety at parks canada and removal crews continue to remain uh here on the site uh looking down at the uh, overturned uh snow snow coach to see how they can best remove it so, and, and with that snow coach, let's go into a little bit more about that. For those, you know, I think some people, if you've driven by, you've probably seen it or maybe you've been on it yourself. But for those who don't know or aren't aware, tell us a little bit more about these about these vehicles. So if you can imagine a, a bus, uh, like, uh, you know, let's say a, a Greyhound or a Red Arrow, those sort of motor coaches, uh, that size of a vehicle, but on monster truck tires, a single axle in the front, two axles in the rear, uh, tall glass uh, along the sides for people to be able to see as this uh, as this uh, ice explorer goes out onto uh, the Athabasca Glacier for people to to see, it's 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 quite uh, quite a thing to see, uh, behold, and stand beside. You really do feel dwarfed by uh, one of these snow coaches. Yeah. All right. Um, and it, uh, it. Do we have any idea? Like it, it landed. It ended up on its roof. Is there any idea if it if it slid and tilted at the and flipped over at the end? Did it or if it rolled down? Do we know any of those details yet? So it, from from since Saturday, RCMP have described this as a rollover. Uh, so there's so that's really the only details that we have to go on as far as whether it slid. Um, if it, it often these vehicles on the same roadway, they have to pass each other. Um, you know, there's no indication of whether or not that caused this incident. RCMP, like I said, are still still trying to figure that out. But yeah, the, the as as best we know, this rolled, uh, and because the it's only the bus driver only the driver of these vehicles uh have to have a seat belt uh there are 
there are no seatbelts for the rest of the passengers because they don't these vehicles don't go very fast and they don't go very far either um and the inside is also well like the seat backs are well padded there's no seat belts for for all the other passengers um and i heard you before the break uh playing a, a clip from uh angela there she said that she felt safe in these uh you know it was like being in a, in a school bus it, 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 it didn't feel like it was terribly unsafe Adam, what do we know about the road that um, this vehicle travels on back and forth to uh, to the glacier? How is it maintained? Whose responsibility is that? So uh, Pursuit, uh, Banff Jasper Collection, that's uh, the company that uh, runs the uh, ice explorers, uh, they have an agreement with the federal government because Jasper is a national park. Uh, they have a, a, an agreement with the federal government to operate on these roads. Uh, and so they also have an agreement to maintain these roads. Now, from the parking lot off uh, Highway 93 where I'm sitting, you jump onto a conventional tour bus that takes you across the highway up the up a bit of a paved road and then there is a uh, a bit of a staging area where you get off these 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 tour buses and then you jump into these uh, ice explorers and they then take you down uh, a gravel road towards the glacier uh now um uh, uh, Dave uh, McLennan, McKenna. Uh, McKenna. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dave McKenna's been up here for a few days. It's, uh, yeah. Dave, Dave McKenna, uh, he said that they do maintain these roads, and they have crews on them daily to maintain these roads because, uh, for example, and the example that he uses is they want to have their passengers, their guests, have as smooth a ride down this as possible. Now, I was speaking with another gentleman here uh, just today, and he said uh, he's been on these before, and there is a stretch where the tour guide will say that it is the uh, one of the most steepest uh, non-paved roads in North America. Um, we're still working to confirm that information, but apparently that's something that's said during the tour. So Shane, what can you, what can you, oh, no, sorry, not Shane, now I'm doing it, Adam. <laughs> A lot of names today, Adam. So what, what are you seeing from where you are now? Um, I mean, compared to, I mean, it must have just been something else with all the emergency vehicles on Saturday and the, the Stars Air Ambulance coming in and out of there, mm-hmm. the traffic, all of that sort of stuff. Can you give us an idea of, of you know, that um, un, uh, until today and, and what's happening there now? Right, so... Um the so the access road towards the ice field if you want to go to the uh, toe of the glacier and do a, a, a hike on foot that is all closed off if you, uh, there's no motor traffic aside from authorities and investigators to head up towards uh, these ice fields there have been a number of visitors looking to take a hike through them and they've, they have uh, been unable to do that so that part is blocked off uh, currently the motor coach the, the, the ice explorer is still sitting on its roof uh, wheels up um, just off the road, it's if you're looking at the Athabasca Glacier, it's just mm-hmm. to the left of the glacier. It's a little red dot. Uh, I'm probably one, one and a half kilometers away, sitting in the parking lot of the uh, Columbia Icefield Center. Now, the center here is closed, and so the parking lot is largely vacant. Um, you know, people do come in and out, take some pictures, uh, use the, uh, you know, uh, take a break, walk around, that kind yeah. of thing. But uh, it's that's what the situation is here. It's 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 prob- this is probably the least activity this area has seen in a very long time. 
Well, it's just, uh, you know, I know, you know, uh, Mr. McKenna had said, and of course, we all know with all of the parks and everything, you know, everyone was really looking forward to getting back, uh, getting back to work, getting things uh, back up and running again. Uh, they get things back up and running, although at a reduced uh, capacity. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and then something like this happens, and it's absolutely devastating. Um, the people who were injured, um, what do we know about how they are, and what more do we know about those who passed away? Right. So uh, according to this RCMP release that uh, came out earlier this afternoon, uh, they say that as of late July 19, which I guess would have been late yesterday, uh, RCMP confirmed that uh, of the 24 individuals that were uh, sent to hospitals around the province, uh, four were still in critical but stable condition. One uh, of those uh, is in serious but stable condition, and one more person is in serious but stable condition, so five remaining in hospital. Uh, Of those people who unfortunately died here on Saturday uh, afternoon, uh, one was a 24-year-old woman from uh, Canoe Narrows, Saskatchewan. There was a 28-year-old woman from your city, Edmonton, who died here, and a 58-year-old man from India. Uh, But uh, RCMP did not release any other names or information. What do we know about how the company is working with the families uh, of the victims? Uh, What is being offered to them at this point? Uh, you know that is a, a, a good question. Uh, I know that they that uh, Dave McKenna he did uh, commit uh, to uh, doing everything that he could uh, to help with this investigation. Had been doing uh, uh, working with RCMP. Uh, he also said that uh, you know working to help the families was a commitment for his family uh, or for, for 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 his company rather. Um, yeah, it, it, as far as specifics, uh, remuneration, that kind of thing, he didn't go into any details. Uh, on Sunday, um, but it is. Uh, but he he did mention that uh, his uh, uh, you know his company felt like it, mm-hmm. it was like a small family because this is yeah. you know, a bit of a small resort town. So you can uh, you can only imagine how uh, you know a tragedy affects a family. Such the, the same sort of tragedy, uh, McKenna said, is is also affecting uh, the pursuit family. Yeah, without a doubt, and I'm sure, I mean, in Banff, um, they're talking about it, and certainly in Jasper, I'm sure uh, the folks there are talking about this as well and must be weighing heavily on them. Um, Have you been able to talk with any of the folks in the town sites about, about what has happened? I have not, uh, unfortunately, um, due to my, um, my my scope and my assignment here. I've been uh, yep. camped out here at the ice field, uh, just uh, you know, chatting with uh, RCMP uh, pursuit when they have availability, okay. and also um, just uh, keeping an eye on what uh, on on the the changes in the uh, the investigation and what equipment they have staged here and the like. Um, but uh, yeah, it, uh, I can, like you said, it, I'm sure that it's the top of both town sites uh, as it is across the province. Adam, I want to thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for this update and keep up the good work. We'll be looking forward to seeing more of it tonight on Global News. Thanks for having me, Jalen. Thank you so much. That's Adam Toy from uh, Global News from Global Calgary. He's a digital journalist with Global Calgary covering this today. So again, uh, we know just a little bit more. You know, police, as you have you've heard, uh, the RCMP collision reconstructionist uh, confirming that there is no evidence that a rock slide um, started this. There had been talk that that might be it. And as far as the victims, we are learning more about them. Now, 
the names of those victims are not going to be released. But as you heard Adam mention, uh, a 24-year-old woman from Canoe Narrows, Saskatchewan, has passed away. A 28-year-old woman from Edmonton and a 58-year-old man from India. We will keep you updated as more details are made available on uh, what was happening. And no, um, we know that the uh, the driver was one of those who was injured. And at last word, we didn't have an update on his condition. Uh, we'll keep you updated right here on 630 Chet. Of course, you can find out more at globalnews.ca.